Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration, because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance Platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the U.S. eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. We wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth regardless of their immigration status actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bring in enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss, and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hi everyone, I am so excited to welcome Elena Hernandez-Sixtos today um, to be our first guest speaker on the Immigrant Finance Podcast. Elena is a good friend of mine. Um, We met in the online business world and have stayed in touch over the years, really supporting each other and figuring out um, how to do a lot of stuff with online business. She's amazing and can't wait for y'all to hear more about her amazing story and and, um, her amazing advice. And so Elena um, is here today to talk about her online business. She is a proud immigrant and child of immigrants. She has a passion for helping others with confidence and embracing life struggles as life lessons. She started a blogging fitness journey on Instagram and built a career in coaching and consulting. And she loves creating content, spreading awareness about body positivity and connecting with other entrepreneurs as well as traveling. Elena is a confidence coach and she started Six Nose PR. So welcome, Elena. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me, Adina. It's a pleasure. (laughs) I'm so looking forward to having this conversation with you. And I wanted to start off um, just hearing more about your family's uh, immigration story. I know you're the child of immigrants from Mexico and can't wait to to hear a little bit about the family's background. Yes. Um, So like every immigrant story, there's always um, a little bit of struggle (laughs) of getting here. And um, I was raised in Pennsylvania. I was brought to the United States when I was six months old. Um, My parents are both from Mexico. They are from different states in Mexico. Uh, My mom was born in Michoacan. My dad was born in Guerrero. And they both ended up in Oaxaca, Mexico, where uh, my parents were raised. And I'm pretty sure my mom got there when she was like around 14, 15 years old. And I think my dad was a lot younger when he was brought to Oaxaca. Um, they have a beautiful love story. I love to share it because it's like kind of the fruit of like me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, so my parents, um, 
they come from different backgrounds, but pretty much the same hardworking families, my grandfather, my grandmother, um, and my father was selling milk, I believe, and my mom was uh, purchasing from, from him. And from yeah. there, they just like fell in love with each other. And it was to them, my mom was like, La Guarita, because my mom was a light skin and in the costa. So in Oaxaca, Mexico, in the costa, mm-hmm. there's a lot more of darker complexion and indigenous people. So mm-hmm. to them, like my my dad and my dad was dark skin. <laughs> he was a little darker. And to my mom and he would call her Guarita and would start flirting with her. And from there, they just headed off. Um, they both come from entrepreneur uh, families. Uh, yes they yeah (laughs) like it's it's crazy how it all worked out um and how my story is evolving and the root of it because of my grandfather my grandmother um my grandmother actually went to Oaxaca because she she was a she was a single mom um because my grandfather migrated from Mexico to the United States and he wasn't really around. So my grandma decided to go where there was work and that was Oaxaca. And uh, my grandmother got into the architectural business. So she did the transportation of the limes. So in, in Oaxaca, if anyone's familiar with that area, it's pretty much like a tropical and like in the South side, cause we're like right in the South. And, uh, They do um, architectural and limes are a big um, transportation there. So she would do the logistics side of transporting, buying and so on. And my grandfather on my dad's side, they're the ones that would do the architectural stuff. And they would actually we have um, uh, lime farms and we still have it to this day. Um, And so they're all entrepreneurs. And I think that's a route as far as. being an immigrant and in Mexico, like everyone has to just like hustle and bustle to make a living. Yeah. And uh, so that was the root of it, just them buying, selling, (laughs) and that's how they met. Um, My mom and my dad did struggle uh, in the beginning of their relationship where like, like my, my grandmother was supportive, but my other side of the family wasn't supportive. Um, but they still wanted to be together and they ended up being together. Um, they had a little house. My dad wanted something more for his daughters. And, um, I have two older siblings. Um, and it was myself, my two older siblings and my father wanted more for us. Um, he's like, I don't want my daughters to grow up and being hungry all the time. So it was different over there. There wasn't much job opportunities. There wasn't much, there wasn't really any vehicles. My dad was like the only one that had a vehicle and that I don't even know if it was his, but, um, there wasn't a lot going on and still to this day, there's stuff going on, but it's just when you come from a different country, I think the timeline than what it is in the U.S. is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wanted something better, and that's what he did. He he came to the United States when um, we were still little. Um, he took a head start. He um, he went to there. I have family over here already before, prior to him coming, but um, from my mother's side. 
so he worked, uh, he took like about maybe I think a couple of months, maybe to a year. I can't recall. Well, I want to say it's a couple months, but he worked and he struggled. <laughs> um, my dad had to sleep on the floor and just coming to the United States and trying to provide, he had to work so he can bring his family over. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. He worked hard. And then there was a point where I actually, you know, I didn't know the story until as I got older as well, that my, my mom and dad were kind of struggling being apart. They're like, well, we need to get together and we need to figure it out. And then eventually figured it out. And my mom was able to take me and my two other sisters uh, with her in a vehicle. And we were, we were brought here to the U.S. Wow. And <laughs> um, you were six months old? Yeah. And I was, uh, I was very, um, I was very young. So she was telling me the stories, but like I was, I was crying coming here. And mm-hmm. there was a, there was a time in the transportation where she was like, I don't know what she needs get her a bottle the bottle didn't work like and oh. so on and she told me that there was like dirt in my eye and I won't forget that story <laughs> like wow. me crying because of dirt in my eye but it was just very impactful because I just I can only imagine my mom being by herself having three little girls and trying to come here and follow my dad and what that, a strong person and yeah. your dad too yeah for having the vision to come yeah and um yeah, so they were able to come here to the U.S. And um, they, like any other immigrants, you know, they pushed forward to provide um, for their family. My dad worked. My mom worked eventually as um, with time as we got older. My mom was starting to work. Our family grew. Uh, they eventually had more kids. Um, so I had my sister and my brother. And, you know, it was just a continuous, like, you know, wanting us to get an education, a better education, the American dream, from what I remember as a kid. And, um, yeah, like, I I went to school. um, And it was just, it was like being kind of stuck in an identity, too, because, you know, you know, you're Mexican, you know, you're from Mexico, but you're here in the U.S., and you're trying to identify as one or the other and you really can't mm-hmm. um and that is how I felt and my parents always like reminded us where we came from um talked about where we were were raised um for our young little stages of life because <laughs> my mm-hmm. sister was I think my oldest was four my oldest sister was four or five wow and we're each about like two years apart wow yeah that's, That's the incredible. beginning, <laughs> the beginning yeah. of the immigrant life. <laughs> Thank you for sharing all that. That's, um, just, they must be, must have just been so incredibly brave and, um, to make that choice, you know, to make, take that big risk. Very few people in the world have the courage to do something like that and look at like the life you now are able to have the opportunities because of that decision of your parents. So, mm-hmm. It's really incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Um, The the next question I'm going to ask you is to share the story of launching your your own um, online business and how that all developed. 
So launching my online business, so it really, really, it really started just blogging online. Um, I was at a point in my life where I, I really, well, Instagram started, right? And to, I don't remember what year it was, it started exactly, but I remember I was starting to get on Instagram in 2012. And um, I was just posting like anybody else, pictures, food, <laughs> of myself, and um, small little like hashtags here and there. And little by little, it started evolving into me doing blogging. Um, I wanted to focus on losing weight. That was something of one of my goals um, that I spoke to my mother um, about. And, you know, I'm like, I need to do this for myself and so on. And I was able to lose weight and do all that stuff, but it wasn't truly exactly what I was looking for. Um, but I was blogging on it on online. It like, it went super viral and sometimes, and I was able to get a lot of followers, but there was one thing that a lot of, I actually got the feedback from other individuals of how much I was able to help them, giving them confidence, um, helping them, you know, improve their daily lives through my affirmations, because I do a lot of motivational talk um, mm -hmm. when it has to do with my stories to inspire other people to keep on going, no matter what's going on in your life, the struggles, the pain, the trauma, like we still have to keep on going. So feedback initially, that's how everything evolved with online business. Um, feeling that I had something going like I'm like there's something here but I just don't know and I got more clarity of it when I actually um met Amanda Amanda Bea is our common coach and and she was able to help me kind of like okay you have something here not exactly like I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do but I knew I had something here so that's how it initially started um and that's how it's going right now. It's just me continuing to build an online presence and they, throughout the years kind of learning and growing with social media as that was like those years where you're learning what social media is about and how to start implementing it into your business. So that's the start of it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I've started like later than you, but have seen some of the journey for you over a time. And it's been really cool to see you go from like just having the online presence and not really being super clear about like where that goes to now you have a website, you have, you just came out with an online course. Um, you do coaching. Do you want to share a little bit more about the offers you provide? Yes. So with Success PR LLC, my goal is to create a space of just confidence. And the two main things with confidence is confi confidence with personal development and confidence with social media and your business. Right now, what I do have to offer is on demand. It's a, a mini course for confident mindset. So this is anyone that's going through a hard time of like, I want to be confident so badly. I just don't know where to start this many courses to help anyone that's going through, whether it's a career shift, whether it's just inner confidence with yourself, um, or if it's body image, like it's pretty much open to any category you put yourself in. And I created the program so you could do it on your own. Videos are provided and you do get a 40 minute consultation call with me that's included. And what I love about it is that I actually created this and through my own experience with having to deal with confidence, it wasn't something that I was like, 
oh, I'm going to take this template and <laughs> just do whatever. I actually went back to like, okay, what is it that helped me? What did I have to do in order for me to shift my mindset? And that is the course that's available right now. So if you go to my website at elenahernandezsixtos.com, it'll be in a banner right up top that's on demand available. Um, or if you go down, I also offer um, consultation calls for anybody that is struggling with their social media presence. Um, usually when it comes to social media, people think of it as if you're doing just personal blogging, you just post a picture, you write a caption, that's it. But when it has to do with a business, you need a plan, you need um, to set goals and figure out who is your buyer persona and so on. So I help with that. So whenever anyone needs assistance with that, if you're a sole entrepreneur or even if you're a small little business, um, you could reach out for me on that. <laughs> um and then I just do confidence coaching with anybody that's struggling with body insecurities. And that's a little bit separately from Six Toes PR. That's kind of separately for sure. Well, I really appreciate you going through and explaining your offers um, because I think you're such an incredible example of how to turn your own life experience into a way to be serving others and providing an offering and creating a business to be able to sustainably reach more people. And I tell our students about you all the time, actually. Oh. I don't know if you know that as like oh. an example, because like we talk about um, making an offering that's based around like your true experience that only you have had. No one else in the world has had your experience. And because of that, like you are an expert in certain topics that and can teach it in a way that no one else can. And so it's really cool to hear how you develop the course, like basically on, it sounds like what worked for you step-by-step step and mm -hmm. sharing that system with people and making a framework out of it. So thank you for going into detail and people should definitely check out Elena um, if they're looking for support with, with confidence in these matters. She's um, been so brave over the years sharing her story and her journey um, on Instagram and I was also wondering, um, what does it mean for you to have an online business as a family member of immigrants? Uh, it means it means so much, and it also is scary. Yeah, <laughs> it means so much, but it's scary because you were raised that. For, well, for me, I was raised that you have to get your education, you get a good job, and you're there and you're set and, you know, you just work. And I wasn't, I was raised to reach for my goals and my dreams, but I feel like that it was, wasn't really something that I could reach for when I really didn't identify with anybody. Um, when I struggled with like, okay, when I was younger, I don't know if people know this, but when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a singer, which I can't sing for at all. But acting, I feel like, oh, okay, I could probably do that. But that's what I wanted as a kid. And I would always tell my parents, I want to do this. And they would say, yeah, you can do it. But I'm like, they're probably BSing me. <laughs> as an adult, they were BSing me. And so on, because I never seen someone that looked like me or someone that came from two cultures. Because when it has to do with any like Latina actor or so on, they obviously had a different body type that I am. I'm more of a uh, fluffier size, I can say. <laughs> and, you know, short and so on. So I really didn't identify with actors and, and so on. And 
to me, it's like, I knew my parents wanted me to pursue my goals and dreams, but I think like their intentions and their mindset was like, okay, just get your education, get a good job and you're, you're good. Um, and sadly, well, my, my parents passed away when I was 14. So as I got older and I was able to accomplish the going to school, getting my degree, I hit like a wall kind of like, okay, now what? Because I was, I was, I was told, Elena, get your degree and get this, but I didn't have more information or more advice for my parents because that's all that I could remember as a kid. And that's all that was like done. Plus with years happening, um, the, the society changes, the, the new with, especially with online and social media, it has shifted our uh, possibilities to expand globally and reach so many individuals that I kind of hit like a wall and I'm like, holy crap, what's going on? Um, so that's why I say it's kind of scary because I I hit a wall where I'm just like, okay, like this isn't normal in my family. Um, my sisters, they don't do anything with, um, they don't have businesses, they don't do it online. So, and then I don't have my parents to kind of like, okay, yes or no, that's okay or not. So I kind of like, feel that it's scary being online because I don't have anyone to um, go to for support or that guidance, but also because I don't have anyone to actually kind of admire it in a sense um, for in my family, of course. But um, that's how I feel like I'm proud of it because I know where I come from. And I know that um, my parents would be very proud because they'd be like, oh my gosh, like the technology and you're doing, you could do that all online. <laughs> so I feel like they would be very proud, but at the same time, you know, having that kind of scared, like this is just, is this really, a, is this really something that you can do? You know, that questionable yeah. thing. So I have two feelings about it, but overall I'm happy with having a business online and, um, it's still going. So we're, we're, at, we're only in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, that, that I've held out those insecurities too. I think we all do with online business. So I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that with people. And I'm just thinking about back to your parents being entrepreneurs in Oaxaca, you know, and your dad, um, being the only, um, entrepreneur, it sounded like in the area and, like you're really carrying on their legacy. I don't know if you've thought about it that way. It is in a different context now that, like you said, the economy is changing, more is online. Mm-hmm. But you're hustling and starting a business just like they were, you know? Yeah. They even hustled here in the U.S. Um, yeah. My uh, little add to it, my dad, he, and so obviously it was hard back then. Um, you know, I, I even think about it, I'm like, wow, how did they even do it? Um, we didn't, we were poor, we had what we had. But, you know, there was always love. And I really didn't notice how poor we were until my sister told me as an adult, um, certain things, and I would put it together. I'm like, huh, that makes sense why we would only have soups for dinners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense, like, why I wouldn't get something that I wanted when I went to the store, and so on. But my dad would, um, he would do apple picking, um, he would take us now, I was the lazy child. <laughs> um, he would try to wake us up like at six in the morning and, and um, try to get us to go to the, um, he, there was a local farmer here and he would just do it just because he, I think he felt like his roots back, you know, going to a farm. And um, 
he would take us, we would have contests, like whoever could pick the most, and we would have fun with it. And that's amazing. It was something that he, it was like, a, it was hustle for him. And it was being an entrepreneur. And then we did um, strawberry picking as well. So like everything, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And my mom, so my mom would make dinners and meals for construction workers. So they would come to our house, she would make food. So there's, and that was a dream of my mom to have a food truck. Um, and she actually purchased a food truck, I think the year before she passed away or that year that she passed away. Um, and so like her, she had that dream to go for beyond, you know, it wasn't just like, mm-hmm. I'm going to work at a factory for the rest of my life. She wanted something more for herself. So it is something truly mean- meaningful to me, even though it's a different story, it's still mm-hmm. the same core of my story. Yeah, you're really carrying out their legacy and and it it's they showed you so much when they were here about entrepreneurship and and hustling and having businesses and I just see it so much in you. You know, when you talk about your parents, I just um I visualize like so much movement, like your dad going bringing the milk and picking the apples and your mom making the food. It's like and it's just that um you know this is going to sound really heady, but like when I, yeah. the more I learned about entrepreneurship in business, um, I just, it's like a current, it's like the people who are really engaged are just moving, you know, and it never stops. And you've always been that way with your business. It's always evolving and growing. So it's just really, really wonderful to see that energy continuing with your business. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in terms of, like finances, personal, because our podcast is about personal finance and online business, um, finances and, and starting an online business. Um, what is kind of like the number one lesson you wish you had learned in the beginning of your journey? I wish I started sooner. (laughs) That is like the number one thing. And I feel like anyone can say that, but like, I so wish I started sooner, but you know, my life definitely took a different direction with everything that, has happened to me. So obviously it wouldn't, it didn't happen sooner, but I just so wish that I actually, I, I took that shift, um, you know, investing in my business and investing in myself. That's what I was able to do. Um, kind of identifying, Elena, you have something here, invest in yourself. I was scared in the beginning, like anyone is like, if I'm doing this, am I going to get a return on investment? Can I actually do this? Um, but we are our biggest critic and that's why it can stop us having that fear, but it's just about doing it. It's about actually knowing in your, your stuff and being owning it and being able to help others with it and, you know, not being afraid. Cause I think fear stops us so much with everything that we do. But just starting, not mm-hmm. pushing yourself. Because if you overthink it, you never do it. And I just yeah. wish I started sooner because it's just, it takes up so much time. But also it's like, oh, I could have spent this much money investing in me or investing in my business versus spending it going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I spent so much money on shopping. Now I'm doing this. So obviously it's shift now, but yeah. that was, would be my number one thing is just starting. And, um, it would be something that 
is totally worth it if you believe in yourself and you know you can do this because everybody else is doing it. They're just doing it. They they each have their own story, as you mentioned before, um, about mm-hmm. like knowing your stuff and knowing your your experience that you go through. Um, people are selling pretty much the same thing in some things, but it's different because they're not you. Right. Right. That's so interesting to hear you say your number one thing is starting earlier because you started pretty young from what I remember. Um, we were in the same coaching program and you were like in college, I think at the time, right? When yes, you started? but my college, my college timeline is a little different from other people. Okay. <laughs> so, so I was 20. I think, I, oh my gosh, how old am I now? <laughs> I was 20, 20, 24, maybe I want to say. I mean, still, that's... Yeah, I was 24, <laughs> I want to say, because I actually, well, because of my story, of course, I had to finish college. Um, it took me a while to finish college. Uh, I started in 2012. I ended up graduating. I took a break, then I went back to school for my bachelor's degree, and I was able to finish my bachelor's degree in 2019. So I was... I was a little older when I finished. <laughs> but still, still quite young to have started. And um, I appreciate you talking about like how important it was in your journey to invest in yourself. That was my experience too. And um, I think it's really hard to do this stuff alone, to move outside of your comfort zone and create something bigger than you. And um, we all need support and community. And I think that's been something for both of us that has helped us be able to move forward, you know, despite the ups and downs having, having supporting accountability. Um, great. And my last question for you kind of, um, goes to what you were just the advice you were just giving, but wanted to ask you about confidence specifically for immigrants and their family members who are starting online businesses. This is something that a lot of people in our community, um, you know, have fears that come up just like for anyone with starting an online business or doing anything outside your comfort zone, but there's a unique type of fear, um, I think, that the immigrant experience can affect, you know, and because this is something still pretty non-traditional to have an online business. Like you were saying, a lot of people are taught just like work hard, go to school, you know, and this sort of flips things on, on your head <laughs> to have an online mm-hmm. business. And knowing you're a confidence coach, like what would you tell the people in our community so that they can just get started? So back to the same advice that I gave is just about starting it. It's, you know, you come from an immigrant family, you know, the struggle, you know, the hustle. And in the end of the day, you know, yes, it's going to be a little bit challenging to kind of convince your family members or convince them like, yes, this is a real job or yes, I am going to get paid or whatever. It's going to take some time. So you, you already have a thick skin because of where you come from and how you were raised. So it's now it's just a matter of just a next chapter in your life that now it's okay, now I got to build a thick skin for my family members, and kind of build that, um, you know, that barrier, like, okay, I'm going to do this, even if you know, right now they don't see it, but they will see it. A quick example, um, I had a family member that he was actually, um, he left his job, he left his, he, he got his retirement, and he started his business online. It was a clothing business. And his mom was just so not for it until, you know, after a while of him like hustling and working and started seeing money, he was showing his mom, look, now see, 
I can do this without having to hurt my back um, hours end and so on. So like, just know you're going to get pushed back in the beginning. But once you start implementing it daily and getting the res- you're going to start getting the results and that will be able to, you know, kind of bring that comfort to your family. Um, but anyone that start like struggling and just wanting to build confidence within yourself with social media, it's, I just say that, you know, it takes action, it takes doing, and, you know, you're, you want something more for yourself, right? And wanting something more for yourself means putting something on hold um, in order for you to actually move forward. So if it means putting somebody on hold, a family member or a friend, put them on hold (laughs) Mm -hmm. and get back to them later after you Mm -hmm. have pushed forward and actually started your business. Because if one of my things, my top things and what I coach people is environment. The environment that we're in affects us tremendously. And especially if you want to build a business online, if you are surrounding yourself by individuals that are just I'm not, I don't want to say your family's toxic, <laughs> but <laughs> there is family members that they don't want to see you triumph or maybe because they haven't seen it triumph and they will have something negative to say. And sometimes it's so important for us just to block any negativity. So maybe it's just the fear of judgment that's going on. And that is something that I go over with my coaching too and my course that it's the fear of judgment and, you know, knowing that sometimes we might have to put ourselves in a bubble and ignore everyone, even if it takes a couple of months, even if it takes like, you know, a while, I've actually had to cut ties with certain people personally, because I know that I'm doing something that I can one day be proud of. I mean, I am proud of it, but I, I will be able to make it bigger than what I've dreamed of. And sometimes you just need that is to just block any negativity and not saying that you're, you're going to cut people off a hundred percent, but in order for you to actually not have that fear of judgment, don't even have the judgment in your circle. That is so helpful to hear you walk through exactly how to navigate those relationships. I know that's going to be really useful for uh, people in our community who are getting, um, who are having that experience and, yeah, sometimes it's like when you're able to see a larger vision, you know, for yourself and and have that foresight as an entrepreneur, um, you might be the only one in the beginning. And it it they it doesn't mean they don't love you. It it just means they they aren't able to have that vision. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I also wanted to um highlight something you said about your family member when he started an online mm-hmm. business and, he's, and you said that um, something like he wouldn't have to be hurt, like doing physical yeah. labor. He had, uh, he was working at a warehouse hours upon hours and I've yeah. worked and I've worked at a warehouse before guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I know the struggle and I've, I only did it for a couple months, but um, he did it for years and it's like, you know, Hey man, instead of doing this, I can do that. Like, Totally. What more? And, and that's why I think starting an online business as an immigrant or family member of immigrants is incredibly radical. It's a form of resistance because for so long, immigrants have been treated in this country as a source of hard labor. And th- that's been the jobs that have been made available and the economic opportunities. 
And for the first time, we have this opportunity online where it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what degree you have. Um, you know, you can create something and, and serve and reach people. And there are far less barriers. And you don't need to have a lot of money to start. You can start a lot of it for free, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we both started doing growing ours just using free platforms, social media, et cetera. So um, thank you for highlighting that because I think that's really, really important for people to understand that about online business, why it's an opportunity. And it's just to know that it's not going to be easy, like anything that we go through in life. Um, But it's the matter of not giving up. A lot of successful people, it takes years. And some others, it takes months or maybe a week. (laughs) That's for the people that go super viral and stuff. But um, you know, don't get discouraged. Cause I know I've had my fair share of getting discouraged and uh, I honestly, I don't sugarcoat it. I struggle and I still struggle, but I want something more and I want something more for my ne- the next generation to come. And if it means me putting more hours and if it means me struggling the next five years or so on, like I'm going to do it. So the next 20, 30 you know, years and the next generations can have something more, I'm going to do it because that's what my family did for me. So that's something you have to think about too. I love that. And it makes me just think of um, something that, that I heard someone say once that where like being an immigrant is your strategic advantage because you know how to work hard. You saw your parents work hard. They taught you like, it's not like this is new for you. So that makes things a lot easier compared to a lot of other people starting something like this for the first time. Like you're, you know how to roll up your sleeves. Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like that's not the question, right? Yeah. It's awesome. Good. Well, Elena, thank you so much for sharing your story and this amazing advice. Um, where can people find you? Where can people sign up for your course? course. Thank you, Adina, for having me. It was awesome to be here. You can find me at elenahernandezsixtos.com. You can follow me on social media. Right now I'm going through transitioning of like my branding, but um, I have a podcast as well. It's called um, Socially Confident with Elenita. You can follow that at elenita.buzzsprout.com, I want to say. No. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> Elanita um, at Buzzsprout. And then you can also follow me if you want to uh, follow me on my personal journey, just my life journey at Elanita's Journey on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that good stuff. And you can follow me also on Sixtos PR at Facebook.com. Nice. Thank you. And, and your course is on the website. You my mentioned? course is on my website. It'll, as soon as you go onto my website, there's an announcement. At the top of the announcement, you click the link. It tells you exactly what's in the course. It is a one-time payment, but you have the videos for for life, pretty much. And um, you go from there. And then- Very cool. And we'll link all that below. Um, so thank you so much for your time. We had, I had a really great time talking to you about all this and appreciate, again, you sharing your story. Me too. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lena. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. 
Plus, you will be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com slash groups slash immigrant finance, and we'll see you there.